This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope let's just get right into it today as we break it down with miss sarah frazier oh my gosh david per usual adore you i look forward to it and we just have such magical chemistry i have to say and i almost bought that same sweater so miss yontif is in the know looking gorgeous looking spelt this holiday season i don't know i fell off the wagon a little bit i feel like you know i had a day or two of eating well, you should. It was the Thanksgiving holiday. My God, for God's sakes, you know, treat yourself to some extra mashed potatoes and gravy. Uh, I don't know. And well, that's how this all started. So I mean, my face is, you know, listen, we're heading in the wrong direction, but let's not beat ourselves up here. I just had a cancellation. I'm still in Miami. They, no, thank God. Sarah. I know you have 10,000 interviews in the camp. This I- week, there was 10 interviews. Now there's nine. That's still like too many so I wish that all my shows were like this, where I can just say, I'm just going to I mean, tell Sarah to fuck off if I'm tired. It's like, this makes my life. Guys, can we just have Sarah every day and forget everything else? Because my <laughs> life would just be, my life would be easier. I, I kind of love that because we have great chemistry. I was going to say, you know, you're going to live a very long time, but when you're 86 and you die, you know, like much like Leslie Jordan's family is doing, I'm going to have to go on your goddamn social media and release a new episode every year for like two years to you keep your to. memory alive. And you'll have so much, I'll go through your computer. There'll be so many fucking old interviews. I mean, my God, we're going to get you until like, you know, even years after you've passed. I love that. Now, by the time this comes out, everyone will have already heard um, the interview. So I could reveal it this past Monday. I just hung up with the one, the only Countess Luann. I have to be because I know you you and Lou sort of know each other. I got to meet Lou. I love her. I mean, she has stood the test of time. How was the Countess? Well, speaking of which, first of all, you know, it's funny. I was looking. Luann has been on my show six times and people want to know why I think Luann is. We just have Luann is so good to me. I love her. Speaking of which, what are you doing in December, girl? Get your tickets to the El Rey Theater to go see the Countess. She's I'm not going to be there. She's coming to L.A., girl. Wait, wait, wait. But I'm leaving town December 11th. My guess is she's probably coming after that. Let me look into this for you on Countess and Friends. Um, I'm saving all of my nights for my husband to watch my son for when you get when, to town. We have we have a huge list of yeah. 
We have a huge thing. Listen, we went down the usual, you know, sometimes, listen, when Luann comes on, it's always to promote the cabaret app, whatever. Let's, let's promote and let's sell tickets, girl. But, you know, we actually had a lot to talk about this time. We had to talk about, you know, Welcome to Crappy Lake, which was literally, the, that's the name of that show. Sonia and Luann, Welcome to Crappy Lake, which was announced at BravoCon. That's, I know, Sarah. I, what? I didn't come- What's that ref- in reference to? That is their spinoff show. I guess the but town. What's Crappy Lake? I, I'm thinking, you know, I should have asked her. I asked her. I, we had a lot of other things to get to. Um, I assume that that is the location that they're in a town with less than 7,000 in Chicago. I, maybe it's on Crappy Lake. That's the name of it. I assume that's a real place and they just didn't come up. I mean, I'm guys, I'm not sure about this title. But Luann said it was a comedy and it's something different for her and her and Sonia. Look, I mean, look, at I, I, I am loyal to Luann. I'm going to watch it. So we talked about the new show. Then we had to go into Legacy, all the rumors. You know, look, I mean, like, of course, nothing's confirmed. But then the way she was talking in, like, the, the sentences, it was like as if her and Dorinda and Kelly Bensimone. She's like, well, we haven't seen Kelly in a long time, so she's going to be interesting to watch. I'm like, all right. But listen, nothing is really, like, I truly don't. Wow. I don't believe the girls know. I, I really don't think they're going to know soon. But, you know, look, it's happening, and it's going to be those five. It's going to be Dorinda, Sonia, Luann, Jill, and Kelly. And then we're going to add one or two more she doesn't know much about these rumors that Tinsley is playing hard to get. Listen, in at preparation for my interview with Luann, if you go down and pull up every single person who was on Roni, not friends of, because we're not going to do a friend of, there's really no friends of, and you start to eliminate, as Luann says, as you all heard this past Monday, by the time you hear this episode, this she says, you know, we have to eliminate people that crap on the show. But true, we're not going to take Carol. I mean, we're not. Just that's not the vibe okay, they want. A dig at Carol, Bethany, um, Carol and Bethany, I guess, really. Car- right? Carol and Bethany. And then no offense to them. Like we were going to rule out like Jules Weinstein, like Cindy Barsha. We have the real small potatoes. But we're not going to take Leah. I mean, she was just there. She's no legacy. I-, I love Ebony, but she's one season. Is like It really comes down to... They need Tinsley, and then Luann agrees, like, we need six or seven. The only, the real two that are left, the only two to really consider are Aviva or Kristen Tateman. It, they're not going to take Heather. And I think they would have definitely taken Heather Topson if she didn't go back and have this whole strange exit with all this, all this woke stuff. Well, yeah, it just didn't, it, right. It didn't fit, and Heather sort of... St- tried to broker it and then they kind of threw it back it, it, and i love heather it, heather is one of my go go and listen to my heather is fucking so real i loved heather on the show many times it's just it's not going to be her so we have aviva or Kristen, and i think aviva gets it over Kristen if we're going to go with seven they might just aviva would be good aviva i mean right. lord when she took that leg off in that scene it was just epic i mean aviva's kind of epic and you know so we talked about that we we talked about how do you feel about Ramona saying she quote unquote listen this was Luann and Luann is very look the class with the countess is a real thing Luann doesn't really get down and dirty all the time because she's politically correct but this time I'm like listen I got nine fucking interviews this week it was 10 I I really am just exhausted I don't have time so I'm just I'm not to treat you with kit we're going there what do you think of ramona quitting um you know did she really quit girl because a lot of people think she was fired you know not asked and and what did lou say look she's like you know does it even really matter i mean she's not going to be there and you know don't count her out just yeah but i mean you know she's like look i don't know but she she knows well okay that was my theory that was my theory on our show on our podcast yeah, but I think they're going to bring her back. I don't think it was like that big of a fight. I think that it was because of whatever transactionally happened or, you know, we know, right? Ebony logged, logged a complaint. There was an investigation. Nothing came of it. But there was still that investigation. They are completing. Although, do we really settle. know that? Because like every time Ebony has been on my show, I mean, Ebony has never. I, I asked yes, her when she was, was on my show. Was by, it on Car- Ramona? Ramona did. Ramona did. Well, Ramona. Yeah. But I mean, has Ebony ever confirmed it? I'm not sticking. I'm just I don't think so. When Ebony was on my podcast, her Ebony's- statement was like, you know, 
like, should something really be out there that has that, that deals with HR? Like if I, if you went to HR in any other company to lodge a complaint, it wouldn't be company-wide knowledge. I mean, she has a point. I'm just saying, I, look, do I think it's that that happened? Yeah, I do. Of course. I mean, I just, I think that Ebony's never said that just for, just for the record. Oh, all right. All well, saying. that's probably true, but I still think I've said this before. I, I think Ramona could be back for sure. I think Ramona is just because it's, it wasn't to the level escalated of the Nini situation. I just, I think you're going to see Ramona back, but I think right now it's like, you know, what, why, why? Like Ramona is going to be as relevant in two years because she was just such a legacy person. So let the dust settle. We'll have 18 million other controversies as two years passes, and then you can bring her back. And I think people will be fine with that. It's a pause. And by the way, I'm not justifying, I'm not taking Ramona's side against Ebony. It's almost the opposite. I'm saying that I believe, I agree with everything you just said. I think they like conveniently didn't find any racially, racial infractions on Ramona's part because they do want her back. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that Ebony isn't justified and you read all these things. Apparently it's against crew members and all these. I'm not saying, I'm just saying, I think conveniently the investigation didn't find anything because they do want Ramona back at some point. I, I agree with you. I think if it was some other housewife that they know, like, you know, like Jenny from Salt Lake, when they just are like, you did this, you're kicked out. I, I think it's a very selective, convenient, like, you know, yeah, thanks for your complaint, Ebs. We 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 see nothing wrong. Let's document it. I think it's very convenient because they want Ramona attached. And at least this gives them the option. I'm going to go on. So Sarah's just smiling. So we like said that. Well, yeah, we said that. I mean, I agree. I agree. So right. I think there you have it. Um, and okay, wait. Well, yeah, and then I was going to say also, we talked, so Legacy, we talked about the reboot. You know, what do you think of, do you know these women? Yeah, what'd what you do say? you say? does not know a single person. And again, this this aired now this past Monday, guys, by the time you hear this. So I'm like, um, doesn't know a single person. And yeah, we talked about, well, you know, we're hearing that the N-word was used in anti-Semitism. And what do you think about all of this? For me, that really just go in on Luann. It's this is I treat Luann very like, you know, she, I, what did she say? You guys have to listen. I forgot, but she had some, some, you know, and I said, look at it. Isn't that how Ramona and Ebony and all this happened? And we now had a, a pause and a cancellation and we're right back in the thick of it with like the same okay. type of. And by the way, I'm curious about, I don't know if Luann answered this, but I'm curious to our audience and to you, like, would you, the, so Lizzie Savetsky quit. That is true. Like send, and you and I haven't really done a deep dive because it sort of happened like right before the Thanksgiving break. And anyway, but would you have quit if your partner, your husband had done that, because what happened was what it's alleged is that Lizzie Savetsky's husband, there was an argument between just like what you had said, there was a cast member who wanted to be set up. Lizzie basically said, I only set up Jewish people to date Jewish people. Sorry, that's just my passion or whatever. And then the person basically accused her of discrimination and somehow got into equating it to the N-word anyway. And Lizzie Savetsky's husband allegedly uses the full word in repeating like the context to a producer. And then she quits. So would you have quit over that, by the way? Because like, like well, what? All of that is alleged. Yes. And then also, I mean, again, I go back to like, did she quit? Like, did she really quit? Oh, you think that you think once he dropped the full N word, they were like, okay, bye. Like, this is just too much. Yeah. That's okay. really what I, I mean, look, first when we heard it was like, yes. I mean, look, you could... Uh, there's anti-Semitism is real. I'm Jewish. Okay. By the way, also, guess what? All this, you know, marriage equality and LGBT people hate the fucking gays. Let me just tell you guys walking down the street and, and he, it, it, in New York people. Really? So all York? this is real. This is why I personally, I don't really personally, me as a human, I don't stand on soapboxes because like, I mean, but I, I I get it. You know, I mean, it's not like I get it every day. Yeah, no, in New York too, people hate the gays. Not like, let's go out. I'm going out with, you know, um, Luann for my drink at the Regency. But yeah, you know, like there's people driving down the street. That, But like, 
So I think anti-Semitism is real. I think, you in know, discrimination against like blacks. It's all real. It's all real people. But in this situation, I, yeah, I believe that these are this. I mean, you can't just make all this up. Although, I mean, Lizzie says that he didn't use that word. I don't know who really would use that and retelling a story kind of tend to believe it happens. And yeah, no, I, I think there's a, I personally think probably okay, she that was makes fired. Sense. That's just me. I don't think you quit over that, especially because she was in the mix in Texas, you know, in Dallas housewives filming with Deandra and Tiffany. I think she wanted this. And mm. I, I just think when you use the full word, producers are like, well, now we have an issue. God knows who this producer was. I mean, could they have been a minority? I don't know. And I, yeah, I think then it's like. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So the other day, our favorite Real Housewife from New Jersey and I, Miss Kim D, we were texting for literally like an hour about if we had to be stuck on a deserted island with either Teresa or Melissa, who would it be? And these texts turned out to be so hilarious. Kim is like, I wish I had some way to save this. And I'm like, well, now you can. I told her about Keepster. Keepster is the only way to turn your favorite texts and photos into a beautiful keepsake book. So think about that group chat you're in, the funny moments with your partner, any text, you turn to Keepster and you can turn them into a keepsake book. How it works is you download the Keepster app onto your computer, choose your favorite text, photos, emojis, inside jokes, and then Keepster does all the rest. And their technology makes it super easy to add additional elements to your Keepster books. I'm definitely turning these texts into a book for Kim for the holidays, but you know what? It got me thinking... Keepster makes a perfect customizable gift for anyone for the holidays. Keepster books start at just $12.99, so it's super affordable. And it's great even for a last-minute gift because you can get a digital copy while you're waiting for the physical books to arrive. We live and share so much of our lives on our phones, right? Now you can save what's special with Keepster. So if you have an iPhone, head to keepster.co slash velvet and put in promo code velvet for 25% off. That's keepster.co slash velvet and use code velvet for 25% off. One last time, Keepster.co slash velvet, 25% off. Look, I think he went to complain to say, I'm, you know, this, I think he was right to complain because you have to complain when there's that type of situation. Yeah, I, I think that he, I think they were fired. I do. Okay, that makes sense. That's no, just... and I mean, yeah, I want to just say the same thing. I, I don't know how white people in 2022 don't realize, never use the N-word. Well, it's not just white people. I mean, obviously, Jewish people are their own race. But I mean, anybody like just don't use the N word unless you're black. It's just like crazy to me. I don't I don't get how you're even repeating it in context. Don't. So you're probably no. right. They were fired. OK, no. And I do the same thing. Like I always say, like Jews, like I, I mean, I'm Jewish, but I guess technically that could offend someone. I mean, personally, Right, I but use... it's you are Jewish, though. I think it's it's right. totally it different is. in that context. It's like you can use other LGBTQ slang words. I do all um... the time about myself. <laughs> I, I call myself a, a, an F all the time. Which is really funny because I know so many gay men do that. I'm just like, I'm sitting there. And well, I used it to like I mean, one they, of my friends. I used it. it to, I mean, not towards did, did one of my friends. they get offended? Yes. I didn't use it towards him. I just used it like in general are about they myself. Are plus? Yes. Yes. And, and they were like, mad that you used that. Oh, that's a horrible. I'm like, all right, girl, settle down. We won't use it in front of you. Fine. But uh, it's I use it about myself, but I would never use any other. 
Uh, and no, so I, I, I don't know. I agree with you. I don't know who's using that word when you're speaking anyway. to a producer and retelling a story. Um, and then finally with Luann, we, just, I mean, this was where I didn't even have to, I was like, how am I going to bring this up? Girlfriend was ready to talk about the B and her podcast. Oh! I, was like, I was like, look, oh! Luann, I was like, you said, you said that it was pathetic. Th- these are your quotes, girl. I'm reading them back to you. you said it was pathetic and this, and she had all these failed pivots. And I'm like, you know, do you look that? Cause that's not the Luann that I have known. I think she's very politically she follows. And so I was like, do you want to, you've reflected upon this for a few weeks now. Do you want to take that back? Do you? And she was like, no, no. And then she went into a whole, whole. Wait, why did I lose you? I don't hear any sound. I mean, now. Yes. Yes. Sorry. She went into a whole thing about how I just had to change my microphone. She went into a whole thing about how now she like doubled down. She's like, um, well, I do think it's pathetic. I don't know how else you want me to react. And here's why. And, and so I'm just like, man, I love, I fucking love Luann. So there you go. Well, it's interesting, like looking at the charts, which I don't think anybody does podcast looks at part podcast charts, but probably you and me. I mean, Rewives is slowly sort of I mean, again, it's still top of the charts. So I don't want to say like, oh, it's you know, but it's not as number one as it was. That's all I'm going to say. It's like in the top 10 of TV and film and probably trends top shows like overall. But I don't know. She was Bethany was on Hoda and Kathy or Hoda and Jenna and basically saying, you know, responding to Andy saying he was surprised and it was a very what did she say? Well, she just said, you know, Andy and I are very close and um, I am, you know, she basically said, I will always be a housewife. So the fact that I was never going to talk about it is, is unrealistic. I've never said that. Um, yes, I've said that while I was there, it's very toxic. The show is toxic. And I don't want to be a part of it because my experience the last couple of years was it was, to- you know, she she tried to like, narrow it down um you know bethany has her stance she always i i like bethany i really do i just like i just feel like the moves she makes are just so strategic and predictable and like she's seen all the two t's success she's doing it because there's there's money to be made which good for her it is about business for her but it's just like we know you don't give a fuck i mean you're only doing it for that it's not that you have a passion to retell these housewife stories I, I agree with all of that. I mean, first of all, for, for the, and someone slipped into my DMs and said, you know, your two interviews with Jerry Springer were way better than Jerry Springer on Bethany's show. I'm like, thank you for that. Um, they first are, of all, really I, you know, I am not jealous of any other Housewives podcast because someone DM'd like, oh, but I'm like, no one could be me. No one is behind the velvet robe. I'm not trying to be anyone else. I'm owning my authenticity, which is why I think the people that listen to this show adore me. Some hate me. Lots hate me. But, um, you know, so good luck to her. I just agree with everything you said. And for her, the only problem I have is just be authentic. Just say you want the money grab and you want your coins. But to say that you never said that you would never talk about housewives, according to the countess today in our recording, she said like, Bethany wouldn't even mention the word housewives in an interview, which is actually true, which is true. She wouldn't. So Look, more power to her. I agree. I We have to see where the longevity is with this. And you know what? Podcast is consistently ranked in like the top of the charts other than Bethany's is Stephen and. um. Oh, Kristen Cavallari right there. That's that's the one. Yes. Guys. We are yes. watching the hills. Now that is just the best. Fuck this housewife shit, guys. We're uh, turn off behind the velvet rope. We're pivoting. Laguna Beach and the Hills, best reality show that's ever existed in the history of reality shows. And I will stand by that when the housewives is dead and we never oh talk my God. about it. Well, again. I'll have to challenge you because I believe it's a Beverly Hills, hands down. Sorry. I just I see. don't think Laguna Beach ever could have brought it the way that we've seen. But anyhow, sorry. Not um, fucking I, no. You're, you're, I do. You're, you're entitled to an opinion, girl. I... But wait, I want to ask you about the bigger thing I want to ask you about is your Brielle Beerman's interview has been trending. It picked up by Daily Mail, New York Post, every Daily major Mail. outlet. Oh, I didn't see it on Daily Mail. 
Yes, because the big quote was two married, I believe, or very taken Bravo Liberty, male Bravo Liberties have been in her DMs. And my question to you is, privately, did she reveal who these two are or do you have a sense of who they are and name names? Girl, this is where it's like after, you know, three years, I mean, a long time ago, I know what I'm as soon as she said that. I was like, drop the mic. This interview is over. Uh, we could talk about filing our nails because this is, I got my soundbite girl. And I'm like, what? What? Now, she also said Mayor, but she was like, Bravo Liberties married. And I'm like, and she said, there's someone in particular that will not stop. Kim, she involves Mrs. Olsiak Bearman. And I don't know what to do. This guy, I've never responded. He will not. And I'm like, married, married. Your <sighs> mind. Uh, I, I know where so your mind is them. going. So many of them are married. I mean. Girl, I am just like, no. I mean, of course I wanted to know. I mean, I don't uh, Look, if this were the Countess or someone I knew well, I'd be like, yes, off off air, girl, you tell me everything. No, I have no where. I mean, it could be anyone. Oh, my God. I know I who you're thinking that. of. I <laughs> know who you're thinking. You're thinking of, are you thinking of Michael Darby? <laughs> Or is she too feminine for Michael Darby? Uh, I actually wasn't thinking Michael Darby. I was thinking more... Um, Mauricio? Oh, God. Do you think... Mar- no. I don't you know. You think Mauricio I... would be that dumb? No. I I, I was thinking mo- no. more Joe Gorga, but I don't know. Oh. I don't know why I was thinking that. I I have no evidence at all. I'm trying to think of who else is very married. I mean, you know, it's like Harry Hamlin. I mean, does he know how to get on Instagram and send a DM? No, but you have like Ralph Pittman in Atlanta right down the street. Yeah, like there's, yeah. There's... That wouldn't shock me. Ralph wouldn't shock me. That That's kind of probably more, um, more, yeah. I, I bet it's more up that alley. Man, I bet. I was like, Brielle, this is a... Uh... There's nothing else you need. To, I didn't see it was picked up by the Daily Mail. I'll have to go back. But yeah, I'm like everywhere. famous. I've seen I'm it like, multiple, multiple places. I think Yahoo, I, everywhere, everywhere. That soundbite, it was really, really good. I was like, Brielle Great. is just, I mean, I really liked her. I really liked Brielle. I, I really did. I thought she was a very sweet and girl. What did she say? I didn't, because I was really taken by that. And then I got down the rabbit hole of who it could be. But she also kind of stuck by or really wanted to proclaim that don't be tardy was not canceled but it was canceled right I mean, like what was what was her point what was she trying to say don't they all say that and and luann actually said that too today she's like you know well that's great ramona says that but don't don't, don't all the housewives say that they quit listen i mean there's no show that just goes who is gonna walk away from a show i mean like yeah when shonda well Ellen Pompeo just walked away from Grey's Anatomy after after 19 years years or something of making $20 million a year. So, but what reality star is going to walk away from a show? I don't see many. No, No, I'm sure it was canceled. I'm sure. I mean, don't, yeah. These spinoffs, man, are they ever really good? I actually, are they ever really good? Don't be tardy for a little while, but no, they're very hard. They're very hard. I mean, People don't realize being a part of an ensemble cast is actually quite easier because you're really only seeing like maybe five minutes of your life. When you've got to fill an hour, you know, when you've got to fill 40 minutes of of showtime for 13 episodes, it's a lot. It's a lot. And I don't care. Even these people who are great, NeNe Leakes, I mean, who are, you know, Bethany, who are these, you know, just classic reality stars a lot, nothing really happens in their lives. Like think about your own life. Most of the time it's, you know, eating, going to the bathroom and picking your kids up. Like it's the same crap every day. So it's hard to hold down your own show. I mean, it really, you look really at is. shows like flipping out with Jeff Lewis and, and like that stuff, they really, and like Rachel Zoe, like they really were able to, and even like, I mean, I don't even count Bethany getting married because that was about a, but Bethany Ever After lasted for a hot minute. So That's yeah, it's, 
It's really was, hard. Something was happening. I mean, the Kardashians, one of the reasons that they've just had been so successful is there's so many of them. I mean, you know, they they are their own housewives ensemble within that family because everybody has a storyline. So, you know, they've been able to, I think, parlay that into and, so much. And they all want it and they all know how yes. to do it. I mean, yes, we have issues with Courtney at times. She wants to quit, but Rob. Right. Rob quit. But like they're Caitlin's all gone. Caitlin's gone. But like, right. The fact that you have four plus the two, you know, Jenners plus Chris, and then you throw in the Scott. And now we have, we had Kanye, we have Travis Bark. I mean, this is the gift. I mean, I don't care. What I know it keeps says. giving and giving. Although I've got to tell you, can I just say I've, I've watched uh, on Hulu and it's, it's not, not the same. No, it's not the same. I don't. I don't think. I mean, I, and I, I would be shocked. I know Chris comes out and says that they have the highest ratings on Hulu. You never see the numbers. And again, I love the Kardashians. I love wow. Chris. Love Chris. Wow. Love what they've done. But I just, I get it. I think now it's so calculated. And quite honestly, it's so boring to see Courtney and Travis get married. It, it's like, who cares? It's, you know what I mean? It's just so stupid. It's like, Yes, and yes. And that's why bring on the hate people. I will double down on your statement. I fucking love. I love Courtney. I love Kim. I love Kylie. I love Kendall. I love Chris. I love Lord Disick. I love Corey. I no. love Caitlin. Oh, Caitlin's so problematic. Guess what? I fucking love her. I love Sophia, her friend who lives with her, who I had on this. I love anything Kardashian and Jason Black. China was here. Love food god. Ah, oh, bow down to the food god. Love them all. You don't see, see, but you don't see a lot of the characters anymore. Now on the show now, it's very, it's all their confessionals. And it's like, you know, I mean, the, getting the Met Gala dress was kind of interesting. The Marilyn Monroe dress, but you know, you don't see any of the truth of like, what did Chris have to really do to get that dress? You know, I mean, it just, it's, it's, which is probably like they gave money, you know, lots of, lots of stuff. You don't see any of the, you know, you just see fast forward. Oh, she's going to wear the dress. And every word is a, I mean, God, could you imagine like who was on my show? Who was like, could you imagine? I forgot who said this being like the production staff on that show, the amount of emails and edits and everywhere. I think I told you, like, I, I did an interview with the Associated Press or NPR. They called me. They wanted a comment on, how I feel about the Kardashians, which I didn't even know this until they called me for an interview to comment on how I was just like, a, you know, somebody in the space that's an expert, like that they control every image with an interview. So like, say that I interviewed Kim, I can't do my posting on, on Instagram. It's like, I have to be said, these are the three pictures you may post of Kim herself. And if we're going to take a picture with you and Kim, it's not even your picture with them. It's like, even Kim, like, Here's my interview with Kim Kardashian. Here she is with like just her head in a dark blue, but whatever it is for that interview, they say this is the only image sign here that you are allowed to use in promotion. Can can you imagine? Tis the season. We are in the thick of it, guys. Are you guys having fun this holiday season? Well, I am because everyone's getting a gift from Lululemon. I mean, Lululemon's really the only brand that I wear. Their ABC Slim Fit Pant for men. Oh my God. It's not just that they're so comfortable and they move so freely. They're so versatile. You can wear them to work out. You can wear them to like a fancy event, a business meeting. And you know what? All the women in my life are getting Lululemon. All these housewives that we talk about all day. You guys know I'm friends with a lot of them. They're all getting Lululemon. Now, listen, I'm not going to get them workout pants or, or anything like that because I can't be guessing everyone's size. I can make a lot of faux pas that way, right? But Lululemon has so many great accessories. So all these housewives, I'm going to choose between the women's socks, yoga mats, water bottles, scarves, keychains, gloves, mittens, hair accessories, bags, belt bags. Should I keep going? It's a one-stop shop for your holiday shopping, lululemon.com. So for everyone in your life this holiday season, just go to lululemon.com. You'll be shocked at how much variety there is. And they have great deals too. Enjoy, have a great holiday, lululemon.com. We all get so busy in our daily lives, but I can't stress how important it is to prioritize your mental health and wellness every day. Because if your mind is clear, it allows you to accomplish everything else that you want to accomplish in your day. When you work on yourself, you start to see positive changes in all areas of your life. Talkspace has helped me with all of that, and I wholeheartedly recommend them. I can't tell you how much they've helped me with therapy. You can sign up online, you get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within only 48 hours. You can 
text, video, or send voice messages to your licensed therapist at any time. And it's so incredibly convenient. I mean, I don't like leaving my house, nor do I have time. You get to have virtual sessions right from the comfort of your own home. And did you know Talkspace is the number one therapy platform? They have licensed therapists in over 40 specialties, anxiety, depression, relationships, and so much more. As a listener of this podcast, you'll get $100 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash velvet. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash velvet to get $100 off your first month. So don't wait till something goes wrong in your life to start working with a therapist. That's Talkspace.com slash velvet. No, it takes so much work. And like now I just feel too, you watch this. All it is, is them trying on dresses. It's them going from one fit, which to me, like I love glam. Like, yes, I want my hair and makeup artist here at 7 a.m., but then I need them out the door at eight. Like I can't, I I don't want to do, to me, nothing is fucking more monotonous than getting a dress fitting than I just, I don't care about any of that stuff. I don't. And now you watch the show and it's just one dress fitting after another. And it's so I think the editing on that show is so easy because I think Chris and Kim give them a layout like, okay, here, Monday, we're going to a dress fitting. Tuesday, we're going to another dress fitting. Thursday, we'll sit down for a confessional about those two dress fittings. Friday, we're going to show you just a quick glimpse of the kids. And, you know, then we're off. For I mean, I think the production is so easy now because it's basically one big running commercial for them. And again, they're genius. I love it. They are, genius. I mean, bow down to what they have done. But it's now it's just a Hulu ad really of, you know. Well, also before we move on, I mean, can you imagine like that's the point you want to be at? You want to be able to control yeah, every yeah, word. Yeah. Ev- and the, the point is, okay, ABC, you don't want to use the two approved pictures of Kim Kardashian. Guess what? Fuck you. We're going to go to Ellen. We're going to go to the talk. We're going to you, you. There's nobody that says no. Yes. Wait, I, I can interview Kourtney Kardashian and I have to use this image. Sure. sure yeah. And of course, NPR is not that because they they can't be bought. So they were very militant. Like, this is not free speech anymore. And I'm like, girl, whatever. Just quote me in the damn article. But I ain't saying nothing about it. I told you I'm I'm afraid of the Kardashians. I'm going to stay on their good side. Um, what else? Be- oh, Beverly Hills. Did you see the thing I just sent you before we went on yes, air? That Kathy I Hilton's- love this. Ursula Nesbitt could be joining RHOBH for season 13. Don't know who she is. Apparently she's been there. She was on Paris getting married. She's one of Kathy's friends. Will it matter if Kathy has a friend? Will she stay? Yes. And yes. Yes. And yes. Kathy's staying. Yes. And he's even said. Kathy loves being on television. And by the way, I'm manifesting that you and I end up at Kathy's mansion in January. Girl, I would love this. Kathy, Kathy is staying and Kathy is lobbying to bring a friend. Don't you think? She's lobbying to bring a friend. I mean, look, she's going to have to. Andy just came out and said, like, look, it's her choice. She can stay or go. I mean, they're not letting Lisa Rinna go because of Kathy Hilton. And they're not letting Erica Jane go. So Kathy needs to backtrack that statement. Some people say like, oh, she never said that. Uh, Bullshit. That's what I heard with my ears. So I'm going to stick by that. I mean, look, I still think Rinna could go. By the way, Lisa Rinna listens to us, Sarah, 24-7, because the girl is taking our advice. Well, no, I mean, I don't know that for sure as Sarah's mouth drops open. I I love Rinna so much. I will tell you people who did listen to us in two seconds, um, because I just got called out in an interview I was doing with two people. They're like, but Lisa Rinna is listens to us because she is posting herself on a beach with Harry. She is posting herself having morning toast. Rinna is posting daily life activities, no makeup, sweats, and a big hat and sunglasses. Rinna's out and about posting life and life. This is good, Lisa. Stay low. If you want to come back, don't get into it. Don't get into a fight with Kyle. Don't get into it with Sutton. Stay low. Keep a low pro. Stay right? low. Oh, I, I think it's genius. Oh, look, I stand by it. Ren is back. Kathy's back. Kathy's bringing a friend. I don't care how rich Kathy is. Kathy loves to be famous. She's all over her TikTok. And I love Kathy to be famous. I adore Kathy. I like, like I said, I will ride for real RHOBH is the greatest reality show we have ever witnessed. I'm sorry. You know, all, the Osbournes were really good, but this is amazing and epic. I think all the women are back except for the ones we've talked about. Diana's not coming back. I think we could still see Diana at an event here or there, but I don't think she's 
we're not going to have her like we've talked about. Crystal, I don't know. Now, to your point, Rena did step in it a little bit. I don't know where this quote came from, but I did see on a blog that Rena apparently says Crystal is the one that is the most different on camera and off. I don't know who she gave that quote to, but that seemed recent. Um, I saw that and I I I could see that. I mean, you could? I don't know. What do we think Crystal? Right. What do we think Crystal is like off camera? I'm like, wait, really? I mean, I don't. I'm, like, I've that? like, I've like heard that before. I've heard that before. That like, I don't know. Um, like she's like not that much of a shit stirrer out. Like probably off because you know she really came for Sutton trying to accuse Sutton of racism, which was the biggest joke because she then then at the end she sort of said, well, no, it was really about my feelings. I felt like you, you know, and such bullshit. Um, and I, I was team Kyle on that. Good for Kyle for calling her out because that's serious to to make that accusation against somebody and then go, oh, well, I kind of felt that way. You know, it's like, so uh, I, so okay. I just, yeah, I, I heard. I mean, no, no, no. I was just going to say that I heard and what the hell do I know? I heard that Crystal off camera, I don't think is sweet, innocent Crystal. That's what I heard. I heard that she's like, you know, maybe a little nastier off camera. Doesn't want the world to see that. I, oh, I, I don't know that for a fact. Yeah. I literally, I have, I had her on this show. She was lovely. She was lovely to deal with afterwards. I would love her back. I have nothing but good things to say about Crystal. Um, but I agree with you. I think Kathy will be back. I think Rena will be back. And I think Erica will be back. I do. Oh, 110%. 110%. They have to change it somehow. But look at the OC. I mean, we're also forgetting that the OC went on a long pause after not the last season, the season before where they brought back Heather Dubrow. Went on a long pause to get rid of Bronwyn and Tamra and all that. And then we brought it back not so different. We brought back Emily and Gina and we brought back almost everybody. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't think this pause is going to be Roni style. You know, I think it's going to be, that's really what I think. I'm really, you know what I'm really confused about? I don't even know if I care. I'm confused about Diana and her donation. I'm so confused. I was hoping you would go there. Very interesting. I'm confused too. So- after that, Emily Baker, right? That's the woman that's the attorney that's kind of become, no? Uh, yeah, I'm saying a, oh. a five-time visitor to the Behind the Velvet Rope. She is phenomenal. God. You know how I you know how I say all these Bravo podcasters are just pathetic? How they're, they're ego-driven, they have small dicks, they're milquetoast, and I shade all of them because most of them suck. Emily is fucking phenomenal she is phenomenal she is a class act she is confident in who she is she sticks to her own brand i love emily baker go on all right well now i want to have her on my show um anyway she she's uh, okay so she had the attorney on that's that's dealing with giving some of the money to the victims he says diana never donated now interesting that's gotten a little bit of momentum diana came out yesterday and said oh i'm I'm almost ready to give the hundred and twenty thousand dollars i'll be giving it and it sounds like it's through this charity that she either started or is a part of and the delay was like it's the money is going through that and then going to be distributed so i don't know i mean i i like, does it matter? I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like Diana's going to give the money. I, I feel like Diana has the money. Right? What do you think? Do you? I don't care I mean, about this one so much. Are these rich people problems of like, you're the, the upper, you know, of like, well, to get an extra tax write-off, I need to first give it to the charity. And we need yeah, to I think they do. Yeah, I, I, I think she it's just, it. I think it's just a matter of like logistics. I mean, look, I think if she wasn't going to give it at some point, I think she might now, like, whoops, I'm caught. Let me write this $100,000 check, you know? So I think she's going to give it. I think it's like, who cares? Why is Ronald Richards talking about this? Like, really? This is where it gets, like, personal. It's like, if your problem is with Erica, why do you give a fuck about I mean, I guess because his- Was really- Ronald talking about it? I saw this other attorney talking about it on Emily Baker's show, but was uh, did Ronald Richards uh, jump in? I think originally this all originated from Ronald, I thought. But I mean, I guess I'm taking back my statement I just made because I guess Ronald's whole thing is like- I have nothing against his stances. I have nothing against Erica. I'm just pro-victim. So 
I think he's to, I, I'm eating my words. I guess he's just trying to get the money for the victims no matter what. Um, well, yeah, yeah I, I don't think, think he we ends care. up giving it. Yeah. What, what is this all about? I saw this. I didn't read this article, but you have it here. Sutton Shades Kyle. How was, what was this about? Well, Sutton posted happy birthday to Garcelle, you know, such a genuine friend on camera, off camera. Um, And, you know, something about this is this is like uh, a, a real birthday, you know, shout out, not a fake one or something, not to the fake friends or something like that. A lot of people took that as shade to Kyle, because, you know, I guess Kyle said something in regards to Sutton and Garcelle are close, but Sutton and Garcelle and Crystal are not that close. They're kind of fakish friends. Um, So I think Sutton was trying to throw shade at her, basically implying that Garcelle, Sutton, and Crystal are genuine real friends in real life. And, you know, Kyle's kind of fake with her friendships, I think was where she was going with it. Um, But- I don't know. Did you take it like that? Again, it's it's like uh, lots of times these bloggers uh, try to like connect these things that I feel like have nothing to do with like, I don't know. I wouldn't even have picked up that line. I, I looked at those photos and I was like, oh, Garcelle looks gorgeous. Like Garcelle looks great. Good for her for celebrating another birthday. And I uh, can't wait to see these women. back. Like I didn't even read into that, that that had something to do with Kyle. But people are saying that. People just can't seem to get here. We are. We're talking about Beverly Hills again. Oh my gosh. We just can't seem to get enough of it though. It's so, it's so good. It's so good. Um, what else? Um, what is well, let's going talk on? About with- Portia Williams. You know, Portia Williams' beautiful wedding went down in Atlanta. I, I had a very good friend, shout out to Miko Grimes, NFL wifey. Um, and she is a friend of Portia. She was at the wedding. They had a Nigerian, um, you know, everyone dressed in traditional Nigerian beautiful gowns. Um, it was they had multiple wedding ceremonies. Uh, Portia looked fabulous in the wedding dress the whole thing um i i have no real inside information because i believe everybody was sort of sworn to secrecy but it just looked terrific from what i read in people magazine people did a huge spread on them they had 250 guests at the four seasons portia and her man oh my god and what's her husband's name and of course you know there's Simon, thank you. And of course, there's lots of controversy about him because he was married to a former housewife for a hot second. Um, Friend of, yeah, from Atlanta. Friend of. And, but Simon, I mean, looked great. They Alexia was there. Marisol was there. They have friends from Girls Trip. We have that. A lot of the housewives. Let's not forget, we still have Girls Trip 3 coming. I mean, is anyone? Andy says we're going to get a lot more Girls Trip in 2023. Are we still loving Girls Trip? Seems like the network is. No. Well, I'm sure it's, look, I mean, why wouldn't they? It's like a genius idea and cheap to produce. You know, we're going to Dorinda's Bluestone. It already exists, you know, for- Although for Thailand, people. I mean, to fly everyone to Thailand has to be more. Take a yeah, ride on They're the elephants. Big... There'll yeah. be a lot of controversy about that. There's a lot, of, I was in Thailand and- Really, a lot of people feel you shouldn't ride the elephants. I read. I mean, I wrote the elephants when I was in Thailand. Um, I mean, it's Thailand. I'm getting a picture on an elephant. Sorry. I mean, bring on the haters. At least I'm being honest with you people. At least I'm being honest. Um, What else can I say to you? Oh, you know who? um, I'll bring this up. So you know who listens to our episode? They listen to you and me. So I interviewed recently. You know, I don't like to say before. So let's not get into who, but I interviewed two people from the one, the only, buying a Beverly Hills. So we're talking to these people and the subject of children comes up. I'll keep it vague. And this one girl says to me, yeah, yeah, I know. And like, you don't like children. You just said it. As soon as she said it, because I can pretty much... listen I can't remember a lot but I think I can remember usually where I said it so she's like you don't like children you know you said it on your podcast and there was two so then she finished it just like as she was talking it dawned on me like I I said that I didn't have to look it up I said that with you 
when we were talking about Emily and Gina on the OC. And I'm like, no one wants to see your fucking kids getting into the minivan and Gina's casino with five people living in it. That was pretty much exactly what I said. So it just, I didn't understand why they listed. So I said, what do you mean? Like I did it. And she's like, no, you. Like when, when I heard I was coming on your podcast, I was like, let me go. So apparently you and I also talked about buying Beverly Hills and that's, we better be careful what we say. We talked about that in the same episode and in the title was buying Beverly Hills. So of course the two people from the show, when they went to listen to, I'm like, wait, I've had on like Jerry Springer and Countess, like you listened to this episode with Sarah, like out of all the choices, why, you know, Beverly Hills Housewives, it's because in the title, we said, I somehow we talked about buying Beverly Hills, which mind you, I said like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm not really that excited. So these two called me out during our chat. Like, first of all, you said you hate children. And the second of all, you said you ain't sure about our show. And I'm like, okay, well, first of all, listen, you know, I love being called out. This is why I love my Kelly Dodd. We had an issue. She texted me, told me to go fuck myself. I love that. So it's like, just be honest. So I'm like, okay, listen, I stand by the fact that I don't want to see Emily and Gina putting their kids into the fucking suburban. That doesn't necessarily mean I hate kids. I mean, I I do kind of hate them. I'll be honest. I kind of do. But I am all for people having them. Um, I just don't want them anywhere near me until they're of a certain age. And I really, she's like, no, you didn't really say you hated our show. I said, listen, I'll be honest. Like I didn't, I love selling Sunset and we have million dollar listing LA. And I just didn't think we needed, but I said, because of this interview, I have watched now every single second of every episode for buying Beverly Hills. Loved oh, it. what do you think? Loved it. Loved. Really? really? Yes. What do you love about it? I have not watched yet. I just love a real estate show. Million Dollar Listing LA, Million Dollar Listing New York, Selling Sunset, Selling the OC, Selling Tampa, which is canceled. I, I love real estate porn. I mean, to me, especially New York and LA, because it's the two places oh, that I live. So there's that. You know, I like that. It's really, in a way, the guys are 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 the guys are divas in this show. So, like a lot of the drama is such a stereotypical thing to say, but like you know, it's not really the women. It's not like the bitchy women in the office. Like you would, it's the guys are like grow a pair dudes. Like they're the ones having this. It's it's mixed, which is what how selling the OC was. It was men and women. So I love that there's like guy drama between some of the bros. And it's just, the people are interesting. I mean, look, it is also interesting to watch Farah and Alexia, Kyle's daughters. Alexia is, Alexia, her laugh, her mannerisms, it is fucking scary. Her laugh is exactly like Kyle Richards. Exactly. Don't expect to see Kyle Richards at all. At all. She is on a, on a, on a, on a, like a live thing where Farah gets engaged and they call Mauricio and Kyle is there and Kyle's like, hi, that's it. You don't even see Kyle in person at all. So if anyone's watching for Kyle, you're not going to see her. I imagine that's a thing between the networks and, and. Oh, and sure. They're not going to do crossover. I mean, Kyle, like we've said, Kyle's yeah. Kyle's so associated with Beverly Hills, such a staple there. They're not going to do anything. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see. Cause again, I think Kyle will be back for the next season of Beverly Hills. I mean, how much do they use Mauricio? Cause every time they put Mauricio on and he's wearing that agency hat is another cross promotion to head over to Netflix and watch. Maybe they don't care. I mean, as long I don't as think Netflix. Not- I mean, I don't think Netflix can Netflix care, but I think care, but Bravo might. Have. Bravo. And the thing is, I personally, this is my opinion. I we have three million dollar listings next year. Frederick quit. I don't know why. And David and James from the agency quit. So we're only getting Josh Flag, Tracy Tudor, and Josh Altman. I believe this is my opinion that David and James quit because they work at the agency and they can't be part of this show yet. But I think whatever the time limit is, I mean, they're hoping that this is the next selling sunset. And I bet you David and James will eventually be on buying Beverly Hills. But I think the first step was to sever the Bravo contract and let a year pass or whatever it is. Do you think that buying Beverly Hills is on the same page as selling sunset? I think nothing in this world that has ever existed other than the Hills and maybe Beverly Hills Housewives is on the level of selling sunset. Nothing, nothing nothing such a good show so it's i wonder if phenomenal 
And I think you should watch Bling Empire. I think it's right I up there. I have to watch. I know it's, I have to watch. I'm so overloaded with shows. I just, you know, I watch so many of the TLC ones. It's like, it's just like you go down the list. I'm like, by the time I watch those, I watch, all, you know, Potomac, Salt Lake, I'm caught up on, you know, all it's, it's, I'm like, oh. Shame on me with Potomac and Salt. I, I got to get back on the wagon. I got to get back on the Potomac. wagon. I, I I, I'm Potomac just, anyway. I, you know what it is? It's like, there's nobody scheduled at this point from that cast. I love Potomac. I just am like, okay, girl, fall a little behind. Look, I did do an in-person Miami housewife yesterday and oh, perhaps one of their appendages. I mean, it was her, this woman plus somebody else in their life. So we got that coming i had to go to the studio and all this and Lord. they were late and we had a call into bravo sarah life is not guys behind the scenes trust me i got a lot of shit going on you know what i mean i'm like just as this was set up i'm like well what if they're late and like bravo bravo had to be on the phone and uh, don't even get me started guys um not complaining about bravo i this particular rep at bravo is fucking phenomenal does anyone care about i mean where are we speaking in miami larsa pippen michael jordan's son she's the one story about, i didn't read <laughs> you know you know's not happy about it Sha- shaquille o'neal is not is not happy about oh it. yeah he thinks it's so disrespectful and gross because obviously scotty pippen and michael jordan were you know mates for years and years the they teammates. did seem to have a falling out um they're the michael jordan documentary the last dance that was done a couple years ago was so oh my god it was so good um but you know they did end up having a falling out over um i believe it was like a money contract dispute and then there was a game that scotty really didn't play and anyhow you're so straight sarah you're so straight let me give you the straight girl i I loved it i loved it because that documentary you know it's it's awful but it had everything you know it just had extreme like fame wealth you know michael jordan's family you know michael jordan's father was murdered Uh, it was awful Mm -hmm. like in a parking lot it was very there, that was a whole story. You had, you know, Carmen Electra was the only woman they featured on the documentary. It had this pop culture oh. crossover. It was, it, it's, it's really, really good. And it's, what I love is I can't imagine being at the competitive level that Michael Jordan, I mean, Michael Jordan, just Lord, it's like the Tom Brady thing. It's like these people that uh, they're so, I don't know, focus driven, like on a level of, I don't know if I could do that. Um, but anyway, it, it was great. So. I get it. I get Shaq's saying like, it's a little, I think Shaq's point is like, how desperate are you? And like, you know, really girl, like you're beautiful. You could get other people. You have money and you're dating Michael Jordan's son, who I believe is like 14 years younger, 15 years younger than she is. When she was on here, she said she doesn't have a type. That's what she says. She says she doesn't know. You know, Larsa is interesting to me. I want to sit down with her because she's had, a lot of, um, you know, she used to be very tight with the Kardashians. Then she, you know, had a major falling out with them. I don't know. It's Larsa uh, is, listen, Larsa is an icon. I don't care what anyone says. Love her or hate her. She is icon status. Um, the Chrisleys are going on. And he's 31. Mm, and sounds, Shaq and- just said it looks bad. I see nothing wrong with that. Um, do we do we believe either of these two people that are claiming that they're done? First of all, Miss Mia Thornton. I mean, is she really? She's being no. cryptic. She's being cryptic. The girl. She never said she quit, but she's implying like I gotta quit something, girl. This is the shit I hate. You're not quitting, and if you are, just say you're quitting. Nobody cares. You know, quit, quit or stay. Stop being cryptic for drama's sake. Monique, though, we believe, right? Maybe she says she's done with reality TV. Wow, I don't know. Do you? This is very interesting to me. I need to call my friend Monique up and say, okay, Monique, tell me the real story. You know, she's claiming- Why doesn't she tell the real story here behind the Velvet Rope Sarah Fraser show? Yes, she needs to. I'm going to reach out. What is she claiming? Well, she says it's a contract dispute. I mean, that could be because we know in general reality show salaries are going way, way down than they were, let's say, 10 years ago. Let's say even five years ago, six years ago, they're they're way, way down. So she says it came down to a contract dispute. Now she's done with reality TV. Again, 
I love Monique and Chris. I'm not surprised that they're done with reality TV. I kind of thought they would be after Potomac, but Carlos King is the producer on Love and Marriage and they're very close. So I may, you know, probably Carlos was able to say to her, let's do this. Well, you know, maybe you can have a little bit of a say as to how you're portrayed. So they probably, I'm just speculating. I don't know that, but maybe that swayed them. But at the end of the day, they're, you know, I don't know how much, I bet the ratings are under a million an episode for Love and Marriage. So you know, probably Chris and Monique were like, here's our number, take it or leave it. We don't need the money. We don't need the hassle. And they probably were like, look, it's just not worth it. Like, I don't know. I agree. Sometimes we agree. I agree. We all agree a lot. I agree with all of that. I think that Carlos and her are very close. I don't think it was easy. I think Carlos probably signed everyone else on the dotted line for season one and had to court Monique's ass hardcore. And I don't mean that as an insult to anyone. Like, I think she was like, let me tell you about this guy, Andy. And Carlos is like, let me tell you about fucking daddy Andy Cohn. And the two sat there and had their wine and fucking trashed Andy and trashed Bravo and said, Bravo's the, the devil. And Carlos is like, they're the Antichrist. It's the worst network ever. And Monique is like, they're, they're sick. And after all of that, yes, Carlos had a promise. Like, I'm not a scumbag like Bravo and this and that. Yes. Even though, you mean? And then they did whatever. And yes, I think Monique is. And what is she saying? Like, it's money. It has nothing to do with our marriage. And, you know, if you're all yeah, reading into correct. this. Correct. I don't listen. I, I think two things. Once again, my favorite new sense <laughs> saying, um, I think two things could be true. I think it probably is money. I think that, look, I love Monique and Chris. They're probably not easy to work with from a producer standpoint. I think that she's been burned so bad by Bravo that yeah. she feels. So I do think, I don't think they love it. I think, you know, look, Monique likes a little bit of being in the public eye, but I don't really think they need that. And I think, yeah, I think they're just like, they probably needed a big number and they're just like, we're not, we're not doing that. I mean. Yeah. And and Monique's like, really, I'm sure you've experienced this too, but Monique's really real. Like Monique is not. um, Yes. She and so is Chris. They're very real. They're very sincere. They just have real things going on. So, yeah, I mean, I guess I'll be curious. I love shows in DC because obviously, you know, DC I'm forever grateful for. I'll be curious to see if Love and Marriage DC can last without them because they were sort of the big names. So, I don't know if they can get somebody else big name to come on. I don't know. I kind of, I, I agree. I agree with all of that. I don't know if they can get someone else big name to come on. I don't know if they even have the money for that, but we're going to see, we're definitely going to see. I mean, does anyone care about Madison LaCroix's honeymoon? Her, her husband's hot. He is actually really hot. hot. You know, can I just also say, I don't don't, like her. I don't find any of the Southern charm men hot. I do not find Craig or Austin. First of all, they're, they're, their personalities I'm just gonna keep to myself but I don't find either of them hot at all like I watch Winter House and I'm like the one with the best body well now we have Croy or Corey excuse me is my my friend Jason Jason Cameron who was on the show he's fucking hot I did him in person and I, I I couldn't even concentrate I was like oh my god um we were in the studio and I was like oh can you just I don't do know this? Can you do this shirtless? But um, Craig and Austin and, you know, what's his face? Patricia Altschul's son. And I don't find any of them attractive. I just would like to go on record of saying that, you know? I know. And can I say that? I find Madison gorgeous. And you think it's a step down from A-Rod. I don't, yes. And isn't that terrible? I feel like that is just so like, I don't know. Um, lame but i just feel like madison is on a rod's level like i really you know i mean that was a huge moment i mean madison Lacroix, you can say what you want but i mean she broke up j-lo and a rod's engagement now was there trouble in paradise yeah but those two had been together for years like four years that was j-lo's what eighth or ninth engagement i mean you know they were uh, uh, now maybe not i mean j-lo moved on to ben Real quick. So maybe there was a lot of trouble in paradise, but that to me, I don't know. You know, I just saw her with an A-Rod. I saw her with kind of a guy, older, 
A-lister, B-listers, athlete. And I know athletes are, I, I don't even know why y'all would do it. It's it's like, uh, they're getting women thrown at them left and right. But I just saw her with somebody more high profile. Look, she, she's stunning to me. The really? husband's gorgeous. I, I find Madison beautiful. I don't know why. I just she's find her a really- little too, I, I really find Catherine Dennis the most attractive. I, I find Madison to me hair. is too vanilla. That's just me. You know what I would like to know? I would like to, I would like Madison and Melissa Gorga for that matter. I would like both of them to sit down and convince me that they wouldn't walk out on their husbands if A-Rod called. That, that's what I would like Madison to convince me. I hope she's having a good honeymoon. I hate to be shady. I'd like just her to convince me that she wouldn't trade in this marriage and her happiness at this moment for A-Rod if he called and said, honey, I made a mistake. And, I, and I'd like Melissa call? Gorga to answer the same, the same. You, what, you think A-Rod was after Madison? No, I don't. Oh, you don't. You think he just slipped in her DMs once and then that was it. And he was like, eh. Or something happened and he said, peace out, sister. That was what I needed from you. And I think the same from Jay Cutler, who apparently she was with as oh, well. I see. I would have seen her with Jay Cutler too. I don't know. But no, I'm glad she's happy. All right. I have to love you and leave you. I knew it because we went over a few minutes. Um, Everyone follow Sarah Fraser show behind Velvet Row. We talked about it a lot. We're going to do it next week. I had a cancellation today. Thank God. Life is Enjoy your day down in Miami. Enjoy LA. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.